The amount of shit that I've seen from our species in particular when it comes to girls and just talking to them and all of the above just continues to surprise me and really never has changed. Well, maybe I shouldn't say surprise because, again, one situation always tops the other one time and time again. And it almost gets to a point where, like, you can't write this shit. It's that crazy. And I want to give you guys some, and especially my guys out there, perspective on what attractive men never do. And if you're doing one of these things that I'm going to go over, cut it out. I think once you do, you'll see a major, major difference in your game. And I can tell you, as the guy that you guys don't know me as of probably four, five, maybe six years ago, probably a good thing, but I can probably go back and remember all of the things that I actually did off of this list that is just unattractive. And I think now at this point, and I'll probably mention it, mention it at the end, I don't do any of these at all. And it's a process. It's a process that you have to work through and it takes time, definitely does. But say maybe you do a lot of them. Okay, well, maybe let's work on a couple of them and then you continue to get better from it. That's really all that this is about and all you should be about is improving your life in every aspect that you can, especially when it comes to talking to girls and letting that situation take care of itself by things that you do. So there are 10 things that I'm going to go over that attractive men never do. And maybe you have questions on some of them. You know where to find me on Instagram. You can always email the show. You guys know that email. But I'll get right into it. And number one, and again, these aren't in any particular order. One is not more important than the other. But number one, right off the bat for me, uh, just putting this list tentatively together, is guys who get visibly upset and get visibly pissed. Uh, this can't happen. You cannot let people see this side of you, regardless of how upset you may be at someone or something or what situation comes your way. You got to keep your composure, regardless of how hard it is. And this is a lot easier easier said than done. And I'm sure, like me, most of you know a lot of people who have this issue and you try and avoid them at kind of all costs and try and stay on their good side in a way. But really, these people are very, very unattractive and girls see it. And it's one of those things where you'll get an opposing argument to that where, okay, well, I'm getting visibly upset. I want to show her that I care about something or I'm passionate about something. There are other ways in which you can go about doing that without get, getting visibly pissed and upset to a point where it's just like, I don't want to be around this person at all anymore. Their energy is just too much, too much. So getting visibly upset, getting pissed, like screaming, like all that bullshit, you got to cut it out because if you don't, people are just not going to want anything to do with you. I can promise you on that. Number two. People who talk too loud. This is also one of my biggest pet peeves. I cannot stand people who talk at an obnoxious volume all of the damn time. And again, you know people like this and I do as well where you get into a group setting, a conversation goes, everyone's kind of you know chilling, talking at a normal rate. 
and you have that one, maybe two or even three people who just like love to talk so loud and even getting back to number one, like yelling, but not angry, but they're just so damn loud. And it's just like at a point where your ears physically start to hurt. And I've been in those rooms and those situations. It is one of the worst feelings in the world and one of my biggest pet peeves. And an opposing argument to this, and by the way, we do that on this show, as all of you know, because we like to be fair and balanced. But the opposing argument to this of being, you know, loud, I guess, is, oh, I, w- I want to like show dominance and show assertiveness and show that I'm bold and, and all the above. That's fine. But like with number one, getting vis- visibly upset, you can't do it. There are other ways to go about keeping your composure and setting the tone when you're in a room and a situation with friends, whatever it is. There's just a better way to do it. And you guys will take note of this and maybe already have the guy who is like kind of quiet. Now, sure, obviously people want to hear their opinions and and you got to talk and communicate all that stuff. That's fine. But the guy that kind of is well reserved, laid back, just chill, kind of lets everybody else do their thing is the one that gets the most attention because people find that intriguing. They want to know more about that person. And again, I'm not saying to not talk or anything like that, but if you're too loud, nobody wants to deal with that. And I know for me on a personal level, if you're too loud and and you don't need to be, I just really don't want anything to do with you. So that's number two. Number three, getting blackout drunk. This is a problem that all of us face every single weekend that we decide to consume alcohol. I know for me, I really don't that much. I think, again, once you turn 21 or even before that, sure, that process was pretty, pretty heavy. But as you get older, I think that's kind of how it is with everybody. You don't really love doing that, but, you know, every so often, it's not a bad idea. But it all depends, and again, this is based on where you're going, the place you're going to be at, the situation that you're going to be in. And I equate this with most of you guys out there who are maybe going to be in a situation with a girl or even girls in a group setting, wherever you are. Okay, sure, it's fine to drink a little bit and get a little bit of a buzz. That's fine. But say a situation arises and you have an opportunity to score with somebody, you cannot be blackout drunk. You just can't do it. As much as it is fun and the next day you're like, wait, holy shit, that happened. And and you guys talk about that's fine. But do it with your buddies when nobody else is around. I understand like... You want to do this, and maybe even the girls you're with love doing this too. By the way, also very, very unattractive on the girl side. If you get obnoxiously drunk, it is the most unattractive thing I've ever seen in my entire life. That's another conversation for another day. We're trying to help all of you guys out there be more attractive, and this is something that attractive men never do is get blackout drunk because when you do that, you don't know where you are, obviously, And you're just not yourself. And again, maybe they like that, but it's not going to get you many places. So avoid getting blackout drunk in front of girls. I can promise you it will pay off down the road. Number four, this bothers me. And I feel like all these bother me, but this really bothers me. I never had a problem with this, so maybe I'm exempt. But we all know these people too. The people who worry about other people's shit. It is the worst worst, worst feeling when you're around somebody that is just nonstop. It seems like they know 
everything about everybody else and their situations and their lives. And even worse, they have comments about it. Like they have no idea what's going on. Like it's just, oh, it's the worst. It's so unattractive guys and girls. If you're doing this still, you got a lot to learn. Hopefully we can try and help that. But at this point, it's kind of a lost cause if that's kind of who you are. You probably have insecurities about yourself, and I think everybody is thinking that. I don't think anybody loves that at all. Number five, I think we all understand this at a very, very high level. Um, Guys who tend to brag all the time, these individuals have no idea, no idea how much this pisses people off. This is one of the worst things that you can do because it shows, again, back to number four, I love how these are going hand in hand, insecurities that you have about yourself to let others know about your situation and what you're doing and all that is fine. And regardless of what you've done, and again, it could be great, you got to be humble, you got to maintain confidence at a level where you're not like putting it in front of people's faces all of the damn time. And one thing I learned, and again, this could be an opposing argument to bragging. I don't really think there's many, if any. But one of the things that I've learned is you're not bragging, you're informing. And I think, again, that's kind of walking a fine line of, okay, maybe telling people this is what I do or this is kind of the situation. Be short, concise, and to the point. And always, I do this, and it it works quite well. It helps you meet new people, and people tend to like you. Always throw it back in their face where... You're complimenting them regardless of how big of a task or how big of a deal that something in their life is that they did. It doesn't matter. If you throw it back in their face and give them the compliment, and again, you're also not overhyping and you're not doing any of that either. You're you're walking that fine line. You will tend to find people will like you more, and as a guy, you become immensely, immensely more attractive to girls. Trust me, I can promise you on this one. This is an issue that I used to deal with years ago getting into baseball especially being a lot younger was that you know I wanted everybody to know and I I was like that was the person I was and to a degree maybe am still kind of but you have to learn how to harness that and, and hone that in to where you're humble and you know what you've done you know exactly who you are what you about what you are about and where you are going And you don't really need to put that in front of people's faces. If they're interested, they'll ask. And again, just get back to them on, hey, this is what it is. Be short, concise to the point. And always ask about them and really kind of, I wouldn't say put them up on a pedestal, but definitely give them confidence, which makes them like you. Okay, number six. Attractive men never lack confidence. And before I get into this, I want to tell all of you about something that will give you confidence. It is a clothing brand that we recently partnered with called First Port Company. I've been pushing them on my Instagram the past week or so. And this company, and I've I've mentioned it on there, but maybe you haven't caught it. So just a quick, quick elevator pitch on them. They are a company that has designs from like the 70s, 80s, 90s, early 2000s to even now of colleges, different events that went on back in the day of sweatshirts, t-shirts, crewnecks, 
all of the above. I think they sell hats. They sell bags as well. And they have like a vintage collection that they just released. It is amazing. But you got to check it out now because their items are flying off the shelves. I checked something like 20 minutes ago and I'm actually looking at it again now. And something just sold out. Actually, a few items did. But you're going to want to go to firstportcompany.com. That is first, F-I-R-S-T, port, P-O-R-T, company.com, and use code ANT15, A-N-T-1-5 at checkout for 15% off of your next order and free shipping. They have a great vintage collection, guys. I would give them a look. Also, they have a really, really cool, like, trendy new collection of designs that they have uh, as well. I actually got a shirt from them. I believe it says Monte Carlo Tennis Club or something on it, but I thought the design was cool, and we were in that process of partnering with them, and obviously that's something that I liked, and any company that I like, we try and get into something with them. So I wouldn't be telling you about them if I didn't like them and think that they were legit, and I know maybe right now or even back in the day, you guys loved wearing other college-like school shirts or sweatshirts or whatever. I know I did back in the day, and this is a perfect way to do it. And also, I'm usually very anti-guys wearing like graphic t-shirts or anything, but I think that's in this situation, it's funny how this, it's okay here, but it actually, I think it's okay if you're going to wear it around the house, you're going to go to the gym, you're going to go out casually, you're hanging out with some friends. I think it's fine. But again, I think when you're going out with those girls, the company essentials, again, I know we're cross-branding here, but the company essentials that I mentioned on previous episodes is your company to go to where you're going to find your fit for your dates coming with girls. And remember, that's Essentials, E-S-N-T-L-S dot co. And you can use my code ANT10, A-N-T-1-0 for 10% off there. So obviously, we got a lot of companies kind of coming in now, a little bit crazy. But for this instance, go to firstportcompany.com, use code ANT. Now, this is 15% off, A-N-T-1-5. For 15% off of your next order, it's going to give you all of the confidence in the world. I know it does for me. Hopefully, it does for you as well. All right, so number six, unattractive men never lack confidence. And, of course, you're not going to lack confidence when wearing first port. That's a great plug there. But you got to have confidence. And regardless of how maybe confident you feel going into a situation, regardless of what it is. There's a million situations that I can name, but just go in there, keep your head up high, stand up straight, shoulders back, and just know that you're going to own it regardless if you are even confident deep, deep down. Showing people that you have that confidence is immensely attractive, especially for guys. And guys, when girls notice this, it's one of those things that is just known and it doesn't have to be explained you're going to become very, very attractive. So that's number six of never lacking confidence. Number seven, this one might be, this one might get me in trouble, but buckle up. I don't think it will. Um, don't chase, replace, guys. And what I mean by this, and maybe you've seen this trend, and I, I like it. Maybe some of you haven't like been told by maybe somebody that was supposed to tell you, older brother, older siblings, either closer friends that were older, about chasing girls. This is the number one no-go, and it will make you very, very unattractive if you do so. Because again, the opposing opposing argument of 
chasing girls and maybe in your mind is like, oh, well, I want them to see that I want them and I want all of this. But guys, they don't see it that way and they see it more as unattractive as anything because if they cut the communication off with you, well, maybe you have a few chances to kind of get back in that loop, but more often than not, you got to replace her with somebody else. And I know that sounds shitty to say, and I'm sure girls will continue to give me shit about it, including my close friends. But by the way, guys, don't let them ever say shit like that to you ever because they're doing the same exact thing, but a hundred times worse with 10 times the dudes. So when they try and make you feel bad when you say shit like that, sure, it kind of sounds cocky, it sounds arrogant, you sound like an asshole, to be honest. That's just the way it works. And again, you don't need me to tell you that. I think all of you understand that. But that's something that I think a lot of guys need to hear this year, now more than ever, is it was fucking hard to meet people this year, I'm sure, for a lot of you. And you really kind of had your old reliable girls that you were kind of hitting up, and maybe some of them ghosted you. And you really wanted to chase them because you just like wanted something from them, whatever that was. I don't know. But you can't chase them. Let them go. If it was meant to be or if they want anything to do with you, they will find any which way to come in contact with you. Got to replace them, guys. That's just kind of the way the game works and has always worked. And that's just the way it goes there. So do not chase, replace. Number eight, unattractive men are never, never, excuse me, attractive men are never bad communicators. You have to have this sense in your mind that communication is by far the most important thing when it comes to really anything in life, but especially when going about girls because you need to have your vibe, message, whatever you're giving off to her is very clear and and to the point. And if you don't have that communication with them, what's going to happen is shit's going to fall off and she might fall back. And by the way, even if you do have that great communication, you guys know this, she could still fall back and pull away and ghost. It happens all of the time. So you got to be good in your communication skills, even outside of girls and anything in your life and your job, you will realize this when you don't communicate with people. Again, you know this. Messages start to get mixed. There are certain vibes that kind of start to like gel that nobody really talks about because the communication is so bad and you're not having those conversations. And I want to tell all of you, the one thing that I've learned from working, especially in sports, all of these years is if you don't have communication with everybody, and I literally mean everybody, you are going to get yourself into situations where you're uneasy, you're unaware, and honestly, you're going to lack confidence, as we just mentioned, maybe with some people because you haven't talked. And you got to have communication regardless if it's bullshit communication, if it's easy communication, or if it's those tough conversations that you should be having. Communication is like the number one thing I know for me that is like super, super true and hits home very, very well. So you got to keep your communication at a level where people know what the fuck is going on. Number nine, we're almost done here. There's 10. Bad eye contact. Attractive men never have bad eye contact. This is something that I know for me, I used to be horrendous with this with people. And just working over time and building confidence, 
that just now, like, that's my thing. So, like, I call it out in people in general. So if I see somebody in public and we're having a conversation, sure, I'm not staring a hole through them and I'm not, like, looking at them like I'm crazy. But I also know when is too much and when is too little. I kind of know, and it's, again, something that you're going to find out through experience. But when you're not able to look somebody in the eyes, tells me a lot about you. It tells me maybe you're hiding something, you're uneasy about something, maybe you're not really engaged in that conversation. And if any of you know me, and I know a lot of you probably do, I will call that bullshit out right up, right in front of you, like straight up. Because that's something that I used to really struggle with was the eye contact thing. Just, I don't know, I think maybe confidence lacking when I was younger. And sure, this like evolution of life is amazing to see this like change in people. But you cannot have bad eye contact, especially when it comes to girls, including your job, your career, all of the above. That's also super, super important. And number 10, finally, being a yes man. This is the worst thing that you, I feel like I'm saying this with everyone, but for especially girls, being a yes man to them is the, uh, I was, I'm not going to say the most unattractive thing, but it is up there with one of the most unattractive things that you can do because telling them yes to everything lets them know a few things, lets them know kind of available, a little bit more kind of you are available, that you're really her only option. She really has you and she's controlling you like crazy. I mean, she's literally controlling you like a puppet. That's what that comes down to. And being a yes man is one of the worst things that you can do as a guy. The ability to tell a girl no especially when you do it the first time. I know I really didn't start doing it until a couple years ago. But doing it for the first time is one of those feelings. It's like, whoa, I have some serious power here, which, by the way, all of you do, and don't let anybody else tell you that you don't. But you have this power when you say no. Now, again, this also comes with time when you have a little bit more of options than maybe you did when you were younger. I know for the guy that I was five, six years ago, I didn't have options to say no to girls. So now, obviously, things have changed a little bit, at least I think so. And the ability to say no to people, by the way, I think that actually is more attractive to them than anything because they want you more. Like to to say no, especially to some of these girls, if you would see, they never hear that and they don't hear it quite often. So sometimes saying no to them and even playing games with them, and again, I know that sounds super fucked up and girls are going to try and give me shit for it. They do the same shit, guys. Don't let them tell you otherwise. But being being a yes man is, is one of the worst and most unattractive things you can do as a guy. And I can promise you, if you actually learn how to say no to people, and this, again, maybe even is outside of with girls and different things like that, even in your career, you're going to see how far it gets you. So those are the 10 things that on 10, I, this is like a tongue twister. Those are the 10 things that attractive men never do. I thought I could have maybe added a few more there. Those kind of were just kind of on my mind and wanted to make sure that all of you had a sense of them. I know for me at this point, I can gladly say that I don't do any of those anymore. And that's not to brag. It's actually, as I mentioned earlier, to inform rather more than anything because a few years ago, if you knew the guy that I was five, six years ago, I probably did a few of those, actually probably a majority of those, and you got to cut it out, guys. So hopefully that helped you. If 
you had any questions, you know where to reach me on social. You know what the email of the show is. That's the podcast. Enjoy the music picked by the great producer of this podcast. Have a great rest of your week. Talk to all of you later. Everything, but I'm just not there yet.